the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We cannot come Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. And does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life. He cannot be my disciple. Wow, that's serious. This is not comparative analysis. This is incomparable analysis. You know, they say you compare apple to apple. Hmm? But this is not comparing apple to apple. Jesus Christ basically saying, you cannot compare my love or the love you should have for me with the love you should have for any other person. If you try to do that, you're going to end up with what? Something senseless. Something that doesn't make sense. You cannot do that. To compare my love or the love you should have for me with the love that you should have for any other thing, it will amount to you hating that thing. Amen. It's not possible, basically. It's impossible to compare my love, the love you should have for me with the love you should have for any other thing. Because the love I had for you is the greatest and therefore the love you should have for me should be incomparable to any other love amen it means you it's like you hate any other thing but anything short of that is idolatry anything that you love so much that that love is comparable to the love that you have for jesus is an idol to you no that's not what where we're heading verse 27 says and whoever does not bear his cross. Whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. I think we already looked at that a little bit. Verse 28. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the costs, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation, is not able to finish? All who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Wow. Looking at that verse 28, verses 28 to 30, we see that following Christ is a lofty purpose. It's a lofty purpose. It's a major decision. Basically, that's what Christ is trying to say here. Christ is saying to us, which of you, for which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it. Lest after he laid the foundation, and start building, he's not able to finish, then it becomes 
a disgrace. That is being compared to following Christ. To build a tower, not to build a house. Just a house. Not a bungalow. Not a one story. This is a tower. A skyscraper. If you're going to build a skyscraper, it's a major thing. And following Christ is a major thing. Amen. It's like building a tower. It's a lofty idea. It's a lofty purpose. It's a wonderful purpose. It's a major decision. So it requires something serious. It requires praying. It requires planning. You don't just say, I want to do it. And you don't think about it. Amen. To build a tower is a major decision. To follow Christ is a major decision. It's a lofty purpose. A lofty purpose. Verse 27 that we read says, And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Following Christ is also a call to death. Death to self. Death to self-indulging ways. Following Christ is a call to death. Following Christ is a lofty purpose. Now verses 31 to 32. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Again, Jesus Christ is saying, for you to follow me is a call to battle. If you're going to follow me, it's first of all a call to death. If you're going to follow me, it's a lofty purpose. It's a call to a high thing, a lofty thing. Now, for you to follow me is also a call to battle. Amen. And all of this means major decision requires serious consideration. Amen. Major decision or major purpose requires what? Serious consideration. And so requires praying and planning. If you're going to get into any serious thing, a major decision, it requires praying and planning. Don't just get into it anyhow. Don't just get into it anyhow. Very, very important. Major decision. Once you decide on a major decision, there is no going back. You can't just stop in the middle of it. Oh, I want to build a tower. And you start and you just stop. Don't you know everybody is aware that you are building a tower? This is not just a house. Everybody is aware that you're building a tower. So you're not going to just stop. You don't lay your hands on the plow and you look back, the scripture says. So once you lay your hands on the plow, you don't look back. You keep going. Amen. Following Christ is a major decision. And once you lay your hands on the plow, keep going. Don't stop. If you don't finish that thing that you have started, that major decision that you have embarked on, it becomes a shame and disgrace. That which you have started, that which you have laid your hands on, may the Lord help you to finish in Jesus' name. That which you have committed to his hand, he is able to keep and he will keep it to the end in the name of Jesus. So don't give up at this time. And the Lord is calling you, Christ is calling you to a lofty purpose, a wonderful purpose, a great purpose. It is his glory. Amen. We rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. But we don't only rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. We also rejoice in tribulation. But the only reason why we rejoice in tribulation is because of the hope of glory. Amen. Romans 5. Is it Romans 5? You see, the glory of God is what is at stake. The Lord is saying we need to fulfill his purpose for this year. But his purpose is all for glory. So it is his glory that is at stake. It is his glory that is at stake. 
The Lord must be glorified in your life. The Lord must be glorified in your life. Did you, did you hear that? The Lord must be glorified in your life. The glory of God must be shown in your life. In the name of Jesus. And God has already, has already committed his investment. Has already committed himself to fulfilling his glory. To fulfilling his purpose in you. Which is his glory. He has already committed himself to fulfilling his purpose in your life, which is his glory. Would you commit yourself to him so that you become an icon of his glory? So that you become a picture of his glory. That in you, God will be glorified. Amen. In you, God will be glorified. And in God, you will be glorified. So we say Romans 5 says what? Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Would you rejoice in the hope of the glory that will be brought to, in, to the Lord and to you as you accomplish his purpose for this year? Will you rejoice in that glory? Will you rejoice in the hope of that glory? Will you rejoice in the hope of the glory? Will you rejoice in the hope of the glory that is going to be brought to you once the purpose of God for your life of this year is accomplished in the name of Jesus? But you don't, we don't only rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, we also rejoice in tribulation. Oh, may the Lord help you to rejoice even in this moment, in this time of difficulty. You may be going through difficulty, but will you rejoice even in that? Because there is glory coming. Because there is deliverance coming. Jesus Christ, for the hope that was set before him, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. There's a better life, a better tomorrow, a better future. So take heart now, because there is what? Glory at the end of the day. May the Lord help you to stand, to live in conformity to that joy, to that hope, to that purpose set before you. The one who has called you out of darkness, the one who has delivered you from the power of darkness, is able to sustain you, is able to keep you in the name of Jesus. There's a better tomorrow, a better life for you that God wants to give you Will you stand up in the name of Jesus? Praying and planning. Praying and planning to fulfill divine purpose. Will you stand up? Praying and planning to fulfill divine purpose. If any man does not carry his cross and follow me, he cannot be my disciple. Multitudes following Jesus. A lot of people following Jesus. And he turn around and say, you really want to follow me? You really want to follow me? It's like a lot of people wanting to be associated with him. He said, you really want to follow? If you want to follow me, you've got to take up your cross. You've got to be ready to die. Yes, you're ready to die. But it's also a lofty, a lofty call. It's a wonderful call. It's a glorious call. It's a call to glory. It's like building a tower. But it's also like getting into a, into a battle. It's a call to battle. It's a call to warfare. But the one that you are following, the one that you are following, is able to sustain you. Is able to supply you with all the resources you need to build that tower. Is able to supply you with all the resources you need to build the tower. 
is able to supply you with all that you need to finish to accomplish the purpose to build the tower is able to build your life like a tower and is able to strengthen your life that you are able to stand in the midst of trouble you are able to stand against opposition you are able to stand in the midst of the attacks of life but you got to follow him you got to take up your cross we hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.